Hi, I'm Karen McMullen, the Human Design Channel, author of the book Alchemy of Consciousness, longtime lover of human design, and passionate salsa and bachata dancer. Together, let's activate your truth, unleash your aliveness, so that you can dance freely in your role in the global grand reorganization happening now on Earth. For me, human design was a sexual awakening that burned through the quietly draining aspects of my life. Let's see what it is for you. Don't buy this projector lie. Okay, is it really a lie or is it more of a myth? I think it's more of a myth. Here is a dramatic reenactment of the lie myth. Oh, hey there, projector. Welcome to the projector playlist. In today's video, we are exploring the projector as a non-sacral being. Oh, and if we haven't met, I'm Karen, the human design channel. Welcome. Yes, exactly. Like, oh my God, yes, this is, it this is pure genius like what what you just said is exactly it i can't believe we're finally getting it this is it after several hours i mean how long have we been at this two hours three hours we're finally here i love this idea oh my god let's freaking riff on this yeah i i don't know exactly how we're gonna strategize this but like this could be the idea of the, the century i mean i really think we could implement this in very easily. I mean, let's just strategize a little bit how we would bring this about. Oh, sorry, my alarm. Yeah, unfortunately, I've got to go now. What do you, what do you, what do you mean you have to go? Like, uh, yeah, we've been working for, for three hours, so, so I need to go and, and rest. Like, we're on a, we're in the breakthrough right now. This is the moment. Yeah, I'm a projector in human design, so I, I have to honor my non-sacral energy by resting after three hours of work. Do you actually feel tired? Mm, no, I, I don't feel tired, actually. But, but that's, uh, you know, I, I don't know when enough is enough, so that's part of having the non-sacral energy as a projector. Uh, doesn't that seem a little weird to just sort of make a rule and follow it because someone told you to, even though it's not really your inner experience of reality? You know, I'm, I'm prone to burnout as a projector, so I, I am actually gonna, I'm gonna go now, but um, we've worked so hard to get here right now. Like, let's keep going. Yeah, I'm sure we can continue with this tomorrow and do another few hours of work. Okay. Yeah, I'll see you then. So what is this lie that I am referring to? Let's hear about how Alex Cantone has experienced this. When I was first learning about human design and thinking about energy management and learning about how I best operate as a projector, there were a lot of narratives out there around how many hours can a projector work and what does a projector need to be in a successful workflow and all of these sort of external prescriptions that were the served as the instruction manual for how to 
be energized and preserve our, my energy as the perfect projector. And then I noticed pretty quickly that the way that my energy operated wasn't necessarily in alignment with some of those narratives. I was hearing things like, oh, a projector can ideally work two to three hours a day. And then they really need to, you know, take a nap and not do cardio. And like, there were all of these really interesting prescriptions floating around that I tried on and wanted to try on because I had never considered that, oh, there's a moment where your body might say we're done and stop. Oh my gosh. Like you can stop. I didn't know that. I thought you just went and went and went until you were glazed over in the eyes. And so exhausted that, you know, then you're wired four hours before bed and can't sleep. And then you wake up and do it all over again. Like I thought that was life because that's how most of people around me operate, you know? And then I was like, Hmm. Okay. So the whole start stop thing, X amount of hours doesn't really work for me. But what I do notice is that when I'm really energized or around certain people, I could just go and go and go and go and go. And sometimes I can get a month's worth of work done in like three days. And if I'm on and feel like I'm in this sort of in almost like a manifestory way, we, we talked about the manifester and them having an urge. And I feel like that often, like I get these urges where I just want to dive into something as deep as I possibly can and not come up for air. That means that sometimes my days energetically look like 18 hours of design work, but that's what I'm doing for three months worth of content. I try to only schedule, um, you know, one or two meetings a day. I also look at my cycles and think about where I am in my hormonal cycles. And I know I'm going to have less energy when I'm menstruating and more energy when I'm ovulating and how do I align with those things? So I don't think it's so much about what is the projector prescription for how to manage my energy, but letting yourself experiment and find your edges and then tapering back and forgiving yourself when you push that boundary or push that edge. So in, in essence, the lie or the myth that I'm referring to here is any prescription that you have heard about your design that doesn't resonate for you as truth. And we must remember that human design is intended to be an experiment. Now, there are actual things that people make these prescriptions based on. Um, and so they're really not meant to deceive you they're meant to point you in a direction, but it's much better to understand the mechanic behind why someone would give such a prescription as, you know, that a projector is only here to work two, three hours a day and then that they need to rest. That's based on the concept of the defined versus undefined sacral center. Because all projectors have an undefined sacral center and all generators have a defined sacral center. So 70% of the population has a defined sacral center. I'll put a link here to a video where I explain this dynamic in depth. And it is quite important for you to understand this aspect of being a projector. It's worth your time to look into that. But in essence, the sacral center has to do with life force that is regenerative when it is used for things that the generator has energy for, which is why generators are kind of known to be the worker bees because they tend to have 
a lot of energy for work, for family, for sex, even for exercise, for, for doing the things that they love to do. Whereas people with an undefined sacral have inconsistent energy for all of those things. That's as far as the sacral center goes, but there are many aspects of your chart as a projector that can create different variations of how your energy runs. A projector with any one of the other three motor centers, the, the willpower, the ego, which is really quite a forceful oomph for achieving things that you wanna promise your energy to, emotional energy from the solar plexus, if you have a defined solar plexus, as a projector, you're gonna have energy for doing things that you feel like. And if you have a defined root center, probably you have a very consistent rhythm about how you do like to work on a daily basis. I have known many projectors who have quite a large energy output and they have their own rhythm and there's a huge variation of how projectors can honor themselves in their unique workflow. Being non-sacral, I do have a defined heart, so I feel like that's given me some oomph, right? So it's holding that trust factor in anyone's design, really, that your design is your design and it's just not going to benefit you if you go outside of that. So I've had to pull back on my sacral a lot. Um, I've also had to add in a lot to my life to be like, as my life got busier and bigger and all of the things that like, I can't do it all, right? And it's acceptance of that. We're like, I need help here. I need help here. I need help here because I don't want to be that version of myself. I find undefined sacrals, you're going to go into that bitterness that non- um, non-alignment theme and you're going to experience all of those emotions so again it's a choice that success or the bitterness operate out of your sacral or don't but you have to have the support in there to alleviate what does need to get done the thing the thing that's that's sweet and simultaneously can be immensely difficult is that non-sacrals as a whole are here to function differently. Like it says, I always remember this quote, non-sacrals are here to become wise about work and family or work and parenting. Um, so I have kept that quote with me over the last decade. And I, I remind myself all the time, you can't look to how people have done it. You're creating or remembering a way that's so unique to you that's, that's not going to come from what mo how most of the population is functioning and and with that means what comes with that at least initially is a a huge projection field like if i i can't count on my hand the number of times i have felt people be triggered by me because they think i'm lazy or that life is just easy for me and that like i don't get it um and that i i must just come from a rich family or must have just had stuff handed to me or must just think I'm better. Like a huge projection field comes with when you decide to step into, I'm gonna live the way I'm designed to. Um, and I'll say on the other side of that, there comes a huge resonance field. There comes all of these non-sacrals who look at you and are like, oh my God, that's possible. And, and like get lit up in a good way around, it's like their ceiling of reality gets blown off and they realize there's like other levels they could be playing at. Um, so that's the first thing I would say about like, there is such a sweetness and exhilaration in the simultaneous innovation of and remembrance of how we can function in a way that is like life-giving, 
um, enriching in a way that benefits the self, but also benefits the whole. And I, I, I think that's all types. I think all types can forge that when they're in their design and they're committed to whatever their path is. I absolutely love Pilar's point here and could not agree more that really this is about finding your truth, your way, your energy configuration, and learning to honor that about yourself so that you are living in accordance in accordance with your truth. Once you find that, you will find that it is very unique to you and that you aren't like maybe the other projectors you know, and you aren't like the other generators you know, you are like you. So I would be really curious to hear what myths and prescriptions that you heard in your process here with human designs, we can debunk some of those myths and also how your workflow and your energy functions and how you kind of have learned to manage your energy. It is a real risk that you can suffer from burnout and that is a real problem for projectors that needs to be looked at and addressed and I'm going to do that in the next video in the playlist. So definitely stay tuned for that. And if you would like a reading with me, I can walk you through your chart and look at where do you have consistent energy and explore with you how it might work for you best to, to experiment with the best use of your energy and time. Once you do find your way, this is an absolute superpower of the projector and really something that you can that you can help us all with. And so the way that you discover to do this for yourself is going to benefit everybody around you. Well, beautiful, you have been listening to the Human Design channel. For more of this, you can visit me on my YouTube, access the free Worth Workshop on my website, karenmcmullen.ca, where you can also book a one-on-one -on -one channeled human design reading and check out my many programs and masterclasses. If you've enjoyed this, I would love to receive your support through a review of the podcast and also by following. As always, it's been a pleasure. I look forward to connecting with you again soon here on the Human Design Channel.